5: Oh yeah! It is the Odd Couple. I'm Chris Broussard, alongside my partner Rob Parker, Parker. and we're coming to you live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com is the way tire buying should be, and this right here, the Odd Couple is the way Sports Talk Radio should be, so keep it locked here for the next three hours. That's right, three hours on Fox Sports Radio, the iHeartRadio app, or Sirius XM Channel 83. However you may be watching, let me welcome in my partner, Rob Parker. How are you, man? I am doing great. Are you sick, Chris Roussard? You All right. Yeah. Did okay. I no, you're working. It's a holiday. Everybody else is oh, off. I'm, I'm just gonna, you I'm know. Gonna, yeah. <laughs> an attempt an early attempted humor. Yes. From, uh, Rob yes, Parker. absolutely. <laughs> it's
6: a holiday and Chris Broussard and I are in full effect. I
5: need everybody all my else. Days. Oh, I
6: already know. Yeah, do I I do know. Do we get double time for this? Do well we you do get yeah, you get you get uh your pay, which is a million dollars, and then you yeah. get <laughs> and then you get a day off, Chris. So okay, it's good. worth it. I'm,
5: I need to rack up my days because I'm going to be taking some days. Oh, is that right? Oh, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I need to rack up. So good. This works out well. Oh, there this you go. So
6: uh, it's President's Day, in case you didn't know.
5: Yeah, I did know that. Okay. I did know that. Yeah, so let's go, man. We got a great show.
6: We're gonna we're full. We're live. We're not off tonight. They've been listening to uh fill-in shows all day on Fox Sports Radio. The odd couple is in full effect.
5: That's right. Well, we work, we work hard. We Never work. let it be said that we don't put in work. All right, we got Brian Finley beefing the loquacious one on the updates. Uh, the super producer Rob G is out. Bo Benson filling in for Rob G. And on the boards, our man Mark Ramsey is in for DJ Alex Tyshirt. And of course, is Elijah working? Elijah, Elijah is working, working. Right? Didn't Elijah Texas. Yes. On the social Elijah, media. Elijah, what's up? Yes, everybody. All right, good. Rob. A lot of people think that the NBA All Stars. Took last night <laughs> Chris, off, um, Chris. Oh God! It was we we talked about it, Rob. We did. When was a team going to score two hundred? Did we say and that on Friday? Behold, yep, two hundred and eleven. They they went well past two hundred. Two hundred and eleven to one eighty six. The East beat the West. Rob, just let me let me read you a few things. They combined for. I believe a record 168 3 point attempts that's a record um Damian Lillard was the MVP with 39 points he shot 11 11- for twenty three from three point length. Twenty three three Okay, <laughs>
6: He was he took I, three other shots. I think that's what uh, Michael Jordan took his first his first NBA
5: season. Hey, twenty three. It might be Somebody more looking up. Look up. Look it, it up, Chris. Probably right? more than that. He probably didn't take twenty three, yeah. Um, that would be interesting just to see. I oh, mean, I bet, I'm going to look it up. I'm gonna look I it know up. it
6: wasn't that many because people were taking threes only when they
5: need threes. Oh, yeah. No, it was totally different. Um, let's see. Tyrese Halliburton had a nice game, 32 points. Here's the funny one, Rob. And, and Jalen Brown dropped 36. Uh, Carl Anthony Towns had 50. He shot 23 for 35. <laughs> 50 points and no one seems to care. He had 31 in the fourth. quarter. Chris, no one cares because they didn't put up a, a, any defense. I'm not, wow. No one wanted anybody to get
6: hurt. What was that? That famous highlight that we keep seeing of Luca just just
5: throwing, throwing it up a, 70 feet, from 70 feet like a
6: moonshot.
5: What? What was that? Well, Damian Lillard hit two, and I, he made them, but two half-court shots, really impressive because they were regular jumpers that he shot, but very impressive. But what what was your impression of the game? Uh obviously we getting little hints from you.
6: Yes. But what'd you think? Embarrassing. Uh just as bad. You know what Chris? I didn't think there was anything that could be worse than the Pro Bowl and then yesterday happened. Like like seriously. Like last yesterday last night was let us do our best to turn people off totally to the NBA All-Star game so that we don't have to play it anymore. Like, mm. as if it was a design to get people to be talk about it and say, what can you do? We should end it. Like, that's what it felt like. Like, total disregard for the league, total disregard for the fans, total and disregard. Quickly,
5: Rod, when you said for the league, because uh, remember, the commissioner, Adam Silver, all weekend was pushing. We've been talking to the players. Joe Dumars talking to the players. You know about we, trying we to get a get competitive them to play hard. Yeah, we're gonna be competitive this That's year. That's what I'm saying you know, they they lowered light lightened up the pregame. You know, announcing usually you had you know might have guys dancing or it's just beyond you know normal when the way they announced the players and uh, they went back to kind of a little more basic. Still was impressive. It was good. The way they introduced the players, but you know they cut back because they thought that might help the players be loose. No, and come out. And none of it. Work.
6: And that's why I'm saying, Chris. Like for the com- how embarrassing for for Adam Silver to have egg on his face talking about that and putting that out there, and then they turn in that performance. That's why I said it felt like they were trying to be like, well, well let's 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 put our worst performance out there so that people will finally just get over this and we don't have to come here anymore. We don't have to do this anymore. That's what it felt like to me. I, I've covered a, a million All-Star games. You know this. You've you've done the same. I started covering the league since 1987. I can remember going, Chris, and the All-Star weekend and what it was and, you know, to see guys play together and all that kind of yep. stuff and the combination. It was interesting to me. It really was. I'm not trying to be – Joe, old man. It was interesting to me back in those days. And what it's turned into is a total embarrassment and not worth watching. Chris, even you would have tried to find a Golden Girls marathon yesterday and watch that. (laughs) That's how bad it was.
5: I mean, I did watch it. Um, I had it on. I was doing some other stuff, you know, but I, I watched it. And... I can't disagree with anything you said, Rob. If you didn't know better, you'd almost think the players were trying to convince right. you not to, to get rid of the game. That's we, what it look, felt like. I get it in football because, you know, I mean, that's a collision sport. And you can get hurt anytime you step on the field. So we they should have you almost can argue they never should have been playing, you know, an all a Pro Bowl tackle football. With uh their best players out there like that. Now they go flag, which is you could buy that a right better. Right. But this, I mean, Rob, and I said it Friday, I meant it. The celebrity game was more competitive. Right. Am I wrong? No. Like right. we talked about Micah Parsons and CJ Stroud and Jennifer Hudson and Whoever else was out there. I mean, they were trying harder than these players. And there is no excuse. Um, I think, Rob, when things went south, in my view, of for the All-Star game, was 2015. I think I said 2014 last time I mentioned it. 2015 yeah. in New York City. And they took 133 three-point attempts. And we know last night we said they took 168. But, Rob, my view is that, and we've talked to ex-players, current players, about how, you know, today's game in the real games, the floor is so spread out. And to defend, you have to cover a lot more ground, which obviously takes a lot more energy. Right. And so, in an all-star game, guys are, obviously, we just read the numbers, are shooting tons of threes. So, the defenders, obviously, they're not going regular season speed. But they either need to go out there and defend. And a lot of times they're like, man, this is an all-star game. I'm not really trying to cover all this ground. So guys are shooting wide open threes. Or if they do go out to defend, then the lane is wide open. And nobody, I mean, the lane part's like the red sea during these all-star games. And it's just, you'd go in for a drive and dunk or layup. And it's just... Darn near unwatchable. And Rob, I used to. I mean, when you you mentioned the 80s, when you started covering it, right. I was in college still at that time. And watching the All Star game was like must see TV for us. We wanted to see what tricks Isaiah Thomas was right. going to do, what tricks Magic was going to do, Jordan. And the thing is, a dunk in a game, a dunk is better when it's on somebody. I, you know what I did like? I don't know if you saw it, right? Trey Young nutmegged Kevin Durant. Mm, Put the didn't... ball between, threw it between his legs. Right. And kept his dribble and scored. That was fun because it was resistance. Right. Durant was trying. I remember when Tracy McGrady threw it off the glass in one of the All-Star games and dunked it. It was great because it was about four or five, maybe six people in the lane. When he did it, there was resistance, and now you know guys will do it, and the lane is wide open, and it's no big deal. So, yeah, it was it was pretty bad, Rob, and uh, I I don't want them to end the All Star Game, uh, and we'll talk a little later about possibly some things they could do to improve it, but this is not a good look. And Rob, we've talked about the low management, which in fairness is not all on the players. A lot of it's on these teams and their trainers and and their recommendations to the players or outright demands of the players sitting out. Uh, Low management, Rob. So guys missing national games. Um, Obviously, the all-star game being a mess. Like, the players are not putting their best foot forward for the TV audience. And here we go. I'm glad and you that brought that up. And that come back to hurt them. They got to realize that,
6: They right? got a deal coming up, Chris. Their contracts, TV contracts are coming up. If you were an executive. Who's going to want this? For, for ESPN or Turner TNT? or TNT. Yeah. You you looked at yesterday and said, we want that? No, I, we don't want that. We don't. Yeah. It, and that no. that's the part that I think that is crazy that they really don't realize the damage that they're doing you're going to turn people off where they don't want to watch that or the or the network say uh we'll take an NBA package one game a week uh and we're not paying for the all-star game we don't want that right we don't want right. that's what
5: happens we don't want any of that no it, it's it's real and they need to like you know I remember Rob and I mentioned this before I don't remember where the game was but it was one of the rising stars games. And it was basically what we saw yesterday. And David Stern went off on how bad it was, and that doesn't represent the NBA and so on and so forth. And, um, you know, we talked Adam Silver. He's got a lot of good qualities, uh, but he's a player's commissioner. And sometimes you got to, you know, you got to bring down the hammer on the players. And uh, that was just embarrassing. No doubt. Let's That's all. Yeah.
6: It does. 877-99 on Fox. I'm sure people want to
5: get in. 877-996-6369. What'd you think of the All-Star game last night? Was it embarrassing? Your thoughts next, Chris and Rob the iCouple couple Fox Sports Radio. It's coming. Out west that can mean more rain. For others like me back east, a wintry combination of sleet, slush, snow and ice. Whatever winter means to you, Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. All-season tires all-weather tires, and dedicated winter tires. Go to TireRack.com, use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation, the right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Bridgestone tires. Ship fast and free to you or one of more than 10,000 recommended installers. You'll get free road hazard protection for two years. Mobile tire installation is also available in many areas. Have you heard about this? They bring the new tires to you at your home or your workplace and install them on site. It is a game changer. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Bridgestone test results and special offers. They've been at this for over 40 years. Trust me, they're the experts. That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com the way turbine should be.
1: Be sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, we're Cavino and Rich. Fox Sports Radio every day, 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern. But here's the thing. We never have enough time to get to everything we want to get to. And that's why we have a brand new podcast called Overpromised. You see, we're having so much fun in our two-hour show, we never get to everything. Honestly, because this guy oh, is me. overpromising things we never have time for. Yeah, you blubber lips. Blaming me. Well, you know what? It's called Overpromised. You should be good at it because you've been overpromising women for years. Well, it's a Cavino and Rich after show, and we want you to be a part of it. We're going to be talking sports, of course, but we're also going to talk life and relationships. And if Rich and I are arguing about something or we didn't have enough time, it will continue continue on our after show called Overpromised. Well, if you don't get enough Cavino and Rich, make sure you check out Overpromised and also Uncensored by the way. So, maybe we'll go at it even a little harder. It's going to be the best after show podcast of all time. There you go. Overpromising. Perfect. And remember, you could see it on YouTube, but definitely join us. Listen to Overpromised with Cavino and Rich on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Terms and conditions apply.
5: It's the Odd Couple live from the TireRack.com studios. If you like using debit over credit, shouldn't you be rewarded? Of course you should. Well, now you can with Discover's Cashback Debit. It's a checking account that rewards everyone with cashback on everyday purchases, no fees whatsoever. Check out eligibility and terms at Discover.com slash debit. Discover Bank Member FDIC, 877-99 on Fox. You turn to weigh in on the debacle that was the NBA All Star Game,
6: Chris. That's the right word, no doubt.
5: Yep. Stanley in
6: Maryland, you're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio on a Magic City Monday. What's up, Stanley?
4: Everything is all good. How you brothers doing tonight? Doing great. You're great, man great great hey i'm i'm forty five I just want to say real quick two things i'm forty five and this game that they call all star game nowadays is absolute trash <laughs> and and um, it's almost like I was telling the guy you know that picked up yep, well. the call. I was telling him like it's almost like a back back in the day backyard blacktop game at a cookout. You know, I don't even like, think I'm it's a, that.
6: I know, because you know what? In a cookout, right, Chris, you're not trying to let somebody score 50 right. on you if you're yep. at a cookout.
5: Exactly. Hey, but, uh, I think what I it, it to... is, and keep keep the caller on, what it is, in my view, you know how you play open gym and maybe you've played now for a few hours, and then sometimes there's that last game and where you everybody's kind of done, and, yeah, they're not playing right. hard. Guys are cherry-picking, and it's just not competitive. That's what it is to me.
4: I get that and, that, and that makes sense, too. And also, I wanted to say this last thing before you all you guys have a better night. Um, I understand and I, I understand that Dane got MVP and he should be recognized, but I think that Cat should have MVP, not just because he dropped a 50-piece chicken nugget from Chick-fil-A, but <laughs> Because he played, he was the one that played the most defense and offense, I think, in the whole game. And y'all have a good night.
5: All right. Appreciate
6: it. Yeah, Thanks, mean, Stanley.
4: I mean,
5: Cat was trying, but he was driving to the hole. Nobody's stopping him. He's just, you know, scoring. Right. I was fine with Dame. The one thing, Rob, Dame clearly went for it. Now, maybe that's because there's a budding rivalry, you know, between the Bucks and the Pacers. And Dame was, but Dame hitting the two half court shots, like regular jump shots, I mean that was impressive. But I, Tyrese Halliburton probably had the best game. He only took fifteen shots. I think had thirty two points. That could have been but in, the old, in the old in the old days, Chris. Forward.
6: He might have been the MVP.
5: If that, yeah, you know it, what I mean, I like mean, that, maybe, that performance. You know, you are talking about Halliburton? Yeah, just and I'm just saying, if whole, it was a regular part game, of me if it was him a regular game, because he was hometown, right? But he wasn't, he played a regular game and wasn't playing selfishly. Dame was clearly going for it. And look, Dame shot well. And I mean, he got it. was it. impressive, yeah.
6: Marty, in Kentucky, you're on the odd couple Fox Sports Radio. Marty's a hoop head kind of guy. I know you weren't, you didn't enjoy that, Marty.
5: No,
9: sir. How y'all doing this Magic City Monday? Doing something, Marty. Good to hear from you. Well, guys, I, you know, what's go, What's happening now clearly is not working, it's not entertaining. They've got to experiment, find a way to make this have some pride in it. Now, I, I think it's time, and and you know, the out the players out of the country have you know they've come to the point where I think that it's really competitive if we go USA versus the world, and you promote it, promote it, promote it, make it a. Best out of three series make the it's
6: All the All-Star Star win. Come on, Marty, you, you gonna have to do all wins. that? Come on, no. Well, I don't think you can do yeah. best. Of you can't three. do no best of three if somebody tears something playing three games, Chris, over the weekend. Right? Stop, you could Marty. Just play one can't do You're it.
5: For your country, no. Nah. You could just play one game. I, 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 I kind of think that. I mean, I think it would. It would take out some pride. You know, it was uh, Americans would have pride because the. A lot of it, like, Jokic and Luka in particular. And Giannis, we used to see Giannis at the beginning of the All-Star Games. He's really trying. And then he looks ridiculous out there because he's going hard. Nobody else is playing. Exactly. So he's kind of bought into the it, it is what it is. But Jokic clearly doesn't fit in this. Like, he don't even look like he can play basketball in this in this setting. I mean, really. And Luka doesn't look good either. Terrible. All right. Uh, thanks, Marty. Andre
6: in uh, South Florida. You're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. What's up, Andre?
5: Hey,
9: you guys doing? uh Love Good. This show, favorite show. Thank you, buddy. That's what I look forward to. Um, it's crazy how, like, over the past, I, I would say it's maybe been, like, the past, like, seven, eight years, the regular season means nothing. The slam dunk contest means nothing. <laughs> They don't play hard. The All Star game. That that was how could you even watch? That? I can understand being there in person. Right. You paid for the all-
5: tickets. Right. Right look, I went I could, the I, last like, well, one I went to in person, it ain't much better in person. No, but I'm
6: saying I, I once you know, but, but I'm saying once you get there, Chris, and you paid your money and your flight. Oh, you know what I mean, there you're there. gonna go there, right, right.
9: Seeing those guys in person, they're they're uh, they're huge, they're superstars. It's different in person, and that, that, that is awful. I don't know what the NBA is going to do because you cannot have they, they've taken away them playing during the season minimum games where you get the fans get jobs. Now the All Star Game. It's awful. I mean, yeah. is that, that is a water. It was like WWE. That was a fake game. <laughs> yeah, that was like it a pretty much like scripted. It, it was awful. That
6: was, that was ter- a good That's comparison. good call. Yeah, the WWE. Thanks. They I'm need great. to
5: have a real talk um, with the players. The players' association in the league needs to be like, look, this is going to hurt the bottom line, which is your paycheck. Hey,
6: this is going to hurt us. We're we're in contract negotiations with the network, and All we right. put on that one more. Yep. Chris Michael in North Carolina. You're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. What's up, buddy? Hey, guys. How's it going? Going
5: good. Good. How are you?
6: Rob,
9: I know how much you love baseball, but I got to tell you, the NBA All-Star game for many, many years has been my favorite All-Star game. But after last night, (laughs) that that was a pathetic disgrace that I watched. I mean, can you at least try to defend just a little bit? I mean, 211 points isn't it's just an abomination, and the only way you can fix it in my opinion is if you add an incentive just like they did for the in for the in season tournament is compensation, otherwise, I think they have to get rid of it because it's it's a disgrace, and i got to tell you nobody's gonna bid on that, thank you guys yep.
5: I'm not sure. I mean, first of all, $500,000 to a lot of these guys, particularly All-Stars, who a lot of them, most of them are probably max guys. Making $30 million, Chris, right. $40 million, I just like... don't know that that's going to do it. And, and Rob, I, look, the verdict is still out on the in-season tournament because it was the Lakers-Pacers, which tells me that those aren't the top teams in the league. Nope. A lot of the top teams didn't take – LeBron really took it seriously, which was a good look for the league – but I don't know how seriously the other teams took it. Now we'll see next year. Do they take it seriously? But I, I don't know if that extra money, Rob, is going to do it. I'm but with uh, you.
6: I, I, the the money is so big, Chris. Yeah, it's just not what is going to make people play. And 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 the other thing is just simply, you got it. It was supposed to be a showcase. For the league, that's all. Nobody's asking you to get hurt, do anything crazy, Chris. Just play basketball the same way you would play in a pickup game in the yep. off season. It's yep. the same. You play against other guys, Chris, in the off season. Yep. There's always a chance you could get hurt in something like that, but you play. You don't yep. go out there and do that. Otherwise,
5: what's the point of Why it? Why would you even? There's play? no right. point of it. Yep, no doubt, no doubt. All right, well, it wasn't all bad, Rob, over All-Star Weekend. We'll get into some of the good next. But first, B. Finn, Brian Finley, the loquacious Unless you
3: talk one. to Kenny Smith, though, update. right? I'm just saying. Yeah, Chris <laughs> and Rob, good to talk to you. And obviously, we're still in the thick of things with the NBA All-Star break. So we're going to be doing that hockey. We're also going to be doing that NASCAR. And not, not much going on, B. Finn. Well wait, mean, a, yeah, well, wait a minute here. Speaking of the Daytona 500. you your
5: money that's right.
3: You, yeah, this is where we do it. So in the lead right now is not Brandy Chastain or Jessica Chastain. It's actually Ross Chastain, and there's about eight – laps to go and there was a huge pile up on aisle four here so they've got the caution flag out waving the yellow flag with eight laps to go so they they literally just went bumper cars and cars were going on the infield they were hitting up against the outside wall and so we're probably going to have a little bit of a time needed to, to figure all of this out and clean up the course but yeah it is the Daytona 500 which you can watch on on Fox television never a dull moment there as as far as what else is going on, we do know that the Brooklyn Nets are going to be making assistant Kevin Ollie their interim head coach, and he is going to be in charge of practice starting tomorrow and will be coaching his first game as head man on Thursday against the Toronto Raptors. Minnesota Timberwolves guard Mike Conley Jr. agreeing to a two-year $21 million extension college hoops, Arizona's Tommy Lloyd has signed an extension through at least the 2029 year. He'll reportedly make $5.25 million in year one, and that cash money is going to go all the way up to $6 million in year five, so he will be doing a, a cannonball in a pool of cash here pretty soon. And then lastly in the NHL, because we have to make sure we give them some love here with all the other sports on hiatus, the Ducks with an afternoon win against the sabers four to three the the bruins winning four to three against the stars by way of a shutout and i know everybody was watching this one the wild winning 10 to 7 against the canucks while lastly chris and rob Who
6: pitched in that game <laughs> yes. i mean 10 to 7 hockey game
3: yeah yeah 10 10 goals and i apparently five goals were scored in under five minutes how about I mean, you could you, you and I could go out there, Rob, and play goalie, and and we could probably do the same thing. And then and then finally, speaking of a four three score, that was the end of the Red Wings' Kraken game, and it actually ended up in overtime. the The Red Wings win four to three. And with that, I get it back to Chris Broussard and Rob Parker, and I think that's the most most NHL talk that we've ever discussed yes. on the show in the newsroom. I might be a record.
5: I think there'll be plenty more over the next couple <laughs> of days, but. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> All right, Rob, like I said, it wasn't all bad. I thought the best part of the weekend was All-Star Saturday night. Mm-hmm. Not that it was fantastic, but it was good. And the highlight of that, uh, and, you know, for those that didn't see it, they had the skills competition. They had the Rising rising Stars was, I think, Friday night, but they had the skills competition Saturday they had the three-point shootouts, uh, and then they had um, the dunk contest, and they had a special three-point shootout as well. And that was, Rob, the WNBA's shootout winner, Sabrina Ionescu, and against Steph Curry, who is regarded as the best shooter ever in the NBA. And, Rob, he has the record, I want to say it's 31 or uh, in the NBA All-Star shootout. um, And she broke that record in the WNBA All-Star shootout, um, shooting from the WNBA line, which is a little closer. Uh, But to this event, one-on-one, she shot with the WNBA balls, which are smaller, but she shot from the NBA three-point line, as, of course, did Steph with the NBA balls. And Rob, first, let me say this. Because we've talked about whether it's a one-on-one competition we'd love to see in the All-Star game or even the dunk contest and why, you know, some guys won't get in it because, you know, their brands are huge and if they don't win it, you know, how's that going to look? It could make They feel like they could look bad and hurt their brand, whatever the case. But basically, brand, the ego, pride, all that is keeping a lot of guys from doing these things. Well, I give credit to Sabrina and Steph. Sabrina, number one, because Rob, I mean, she was essentially representing women out there. You know, it was like if she had gone out there and been nervous to the point where she couldn't shoot well, you know, sometimes even you just have an off, not off shooting, you know, competition. And if she had really played, shot poorly, a lot of people wrongfully, but still, They may have looked at that as representative of women's basketball players or shooters or the WNBA or what have you. Steph, Rob, he had nothing to gain. We talk about it all the time. What will LeBron have to gain in a one-on-one competition, like in his prime? Nothing. Right? If he doesn't win it, if he wins it, it's like, well, yeah. Well, you expect to to win, right? If he loses it, he's going to get ripped. And that was Steph, right? I mean – I know, Rob. You would have been here, destroyed greatest shooter. My foot. You already One, know, right? I, I have, mean, I have you my script ready. ready. I did. <laughs> it was all written, Chris. Just it was ready to go. Everything, right? But that, that, you know, he had nothing to gain and everything to lose, and he went out there. So I give him credit. Not, he won twenty nine. He hit twenty nine shots or points. Right. She hit twenty six. And Rob, that would have tied the winner. lot of NBA shooters. Damian Lillard won the three point shootout. Uh, but he hit twenty six. But so you gotta remember too, yeah. Score.
6: Right. No, and 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 what you always gotta remember in those things, Chris, is that score has to be done when you when you're winning once you knock off the people and it's a tournament. So, you know, you look at that number, and go, wow, well, she had twenty six. Doesn't mean that if it came down to
5: she that she would have necessarily, you know what or I mean.
6: Exactly. You know what I mean, or more, whatever. right? That's all of saying. I'm not knocking her, but and she know, got off. But that she was got the, to the a best great...
5: score of the night right. outside of Steph right. was 26, and she was one of those that did it. And yeah. she and she got off to a great start. I mean, what did she knock At out? First, eight of I her first like, nine, oh or nine, right? Eight of nine, or nine of ten. Chris, my golly, I'm gonna have to hit every shot. But I'm just speaking from experience. She may have gotten a little tired. You know, because, again, she's shooting from the men's line, which is a little further. We're going to get into Kenny Smith's comments the next segment, so let's not go into that.
6: And But I will say this. As someone who played a basketball game against a Hall of Fame woman's player in Nancy Lieberman, which I played in the Detroit Pistons practice facility, I did lose that game. She wiped the floor. But she slipped in a WNBA ball on me, Chris, and I I had – The I didn't have any touch. She wouldn't have wiped the floor. No, but but I didn't have have any touch. It was too small. It felt like a volleyball. I'm not kidding you.
5: No, I get that. Like,
6: like I'm just like I was like bummed out when they gave me said, "Oh no, we're playing with this." I was like, "This is too small." Like I, I was knocking
5: down shots. Why didn't you just drive on her though?
6: Yeah, because I felt like I'm six foot four. Oh, stop. And what stop. am I stop. gonna do? Just Listen go to the, just go to the Listen hoop to and just yeah, drive. Just go, and what she beat you twelve to two? And, and, and nah, I scored the first two baskets of the
5: game. Okay. I think I had four or five total. I right, worked. I mean. So one of the guys that one of the they, guys. I get it. It can mess up your shot, but your handling stuff will be. Even
6: nah, bad. no. I just you felt, felt like I wanted to make some jumpers. You know what I mean. I did not want to just stay yeah, you at the basket. Just
5: tried to win
6: and just uh, and just put it like. What's funny is uh, one of my radio partners at that time, one of the guys on the station the late Jamie Samuelson, he was like, Rob, you will not score a basket. That's what he said on the radio. Can you believe that, Chris? That I would not score a basket against her. And he's like, I'll bet you $20 that you don't score in the game. So, of course, when I scored the first basket of the game, what do you think I did?
5: Chris, you got your money.
6: I called timeout. I swear to you, I scored the basket. Oh, I know the story. I called it seventy four
5: <laughs> times.
6: <laughs> hey, there's new listeners every day, and I called timeout, And I went over. I said, "Give me my twenty dollars," and I went back and played. <laughs> right.
5: No, it, it. Do you want to see? Here's what I like to see going forward, Rob. Um, I, I mean, I think I don't necessarily need to see her and Steph go at it again, but I wouldn't mind seeing like a two on two. Or four on four, you know, four of the NBA shooters against four of the WNBA shooters, or two on two. And, you know, it's like a, a team score. I think something like that would be fun. I mean, if they discontinue it, I'm not gonna lose sleep. But considering what we've been talking about already, right. I mean, the league, you know, they need things that'll be exciting. And to be honest, Rob, I think, I think it could help the WNBA too. You know, because I the WNBA got a W in this. Even though she lost, the fact that she shot so well, it gave them publicity they don't usually get. You know what I mean? Like, it, it might help a few more people say, you know what, let me check out the W I WWE. I know you're younger than me. Uh, it reminded me of the 70s and
6: Billie Jean King and Bob Bobby Riggs. Do you, yep. Does that ring a bell to
5: you? No, I remember. You know, I didn't see it, but I remember but you, that.
6: Yeah, where the they battle played. The sexes, of the Sexes. Right, been tennis. Uh, tennis. Billie Jean King and Bobby Riggs played. And he was very sexist against women and was like, "Ah, oh, you know, like they they, they can't play tennis and this and that. Right. And Billie Jean King was the, one of the greatest women's tennis players at that He's time, great, especially yep, in the yep. 70s. But anyway, it reminded me of that. And you're right. She, the WNBA. Yes, yeah, she did. But well,
5: he was older, of course. Yeah, he was still, already she, right. She, yeah, he,
6: he thought that older. he could beat her, you know what I mean, as an old guy. Right, right. And right, she's right. in her prime. And no, right. she beat him.
5: Yeah, so, um, but it was, I, I thought it was good. Did you Did you like it overall? I thought that really was the highlight of the Yeah, night.
6: that that was week. about it. Yep, that yeah, was it. Yeah. I, I agree, and especially because you got off to such a great start when you're looking at it and you're going,
5: wow. It was like, oh, my, wow, she might win this thing. All right, uh, Kenny Smith has some comments on the contest. We'll get into that that next. They were controversial, so don't miss that. It's the iCouple, Chris and Rob, Fox Sports Radio.
1: Terms and conditions apply.
5: It is the Odd Couple. I'm Chris. He's Rob. We're live from the TireRack.com studios. And shortly after the show, our podcast will go up. So if you've missed any of today's show or will miss some of it, be sure to check out the podcast. Just search I Couple wherever you get your pods and follow, rate, and review the podcast. Again, search i Couple wherever you get your podcasts and you will see today's show posted right after we get off the air. And of course, tell your family, your friends, your neighbors, your coworkers, so on and so forth. Spread the word about the odd couple. All right, Rob, interesting talk. You know, obviously, you know, you get long interviews with LeBron and Steph and Adam Silver and a lot of the faces of the NBA. And one of the topics was with LeBron James, number one, but also Steph Curry, Kevin Durant, you know, the guys that have been the superstars of the league for, in LeBron's case, the past two decades, Um, but certainly for the last decade, they've been the face of the league. They're obviously older in the tooth and uh, longer in the tooth, I should say, and they're going to be uh, retiring at some point. And so the question of who is the next face or who will be the next face of the NBA was that being asked Rob. And, you know, there's no clear cut answer at this point. I feel like, um, I, I, I feel like the guy that will take it. Uh, I I have one in my mind that I think clearly will be, but, um, what, what are your thoughts on this? You think there's a, challenge for the league and finding that next face or somebody emerging. Cause really it, it should be somebody emerging, you know, it shouldn't be forced. Nobody, Dwayne Wade just kind of came out, you know, out of not nowhere, but you know, nobody expected that from him. Heck to, to be honest, Rob, people didn't expect Michael Jordan to be Michael Jordan.
6: I say, I said yeah. it all the time, right? They Michael Jordan took a cab from the airport when he was drafted. Yeah. Nobody I mean, picked that's him how up. It was. Nobody believes that. Like, what? No. Right. It was a it different was a world. Third pick. Chris, it was a different world. You know yep. that. It just yep. was. Uh I tell people all the time I used to fly on the commercial flights. They used to be in the airports with the regular people. Fly into game after game, that's six a.m. flights. I the right, yeah, they were you you on charters. When they, by the time you got, we there. didn't
5: fly with them, but they were charter flights. But, yeah, they didn't fly commercial. Right,
6: Chris, right. they flew commercial. Where I'm sitting next to Sam Bowie, who's the net <laughs> center.
5: You know what I mean? Like that's great, though, as a reporter. Oh, uh, was right? it was the best. So I got to know more, them. You don't get that info now. I yeah. got to
6: know them, and we're, we're waiting down for our luggage at the at the you yeah. know at the rack. Chris standing there talking. Uh, we used to go out to lunch. We'd be in a city together. We used to yep. just all leave on the first flight, even though we weren't—you know—we weren't really with them. But that was just in order to get to the next city. You would always take the first flight out because you know it's winter time. It's the Midwest. Yep. You're going to Milwaukee. You couldn't afford for your flight to be late. You know what right. I mean, or canceled, and then you can't get to the next city. So we were on right. all these flights together, and you, you, camaraderie. Taking—we used, used to take the team bus. From the hotel over to the arena. You know, what time is the first bus? What time is the bus to the to the game? And the writers would get on that bus with them. That's how nope. it was a totally yeah, they, different it, thing.
5: It, was, it wasn't even like that when I covered it. You no, know?
6: but we used to get on the bus, nope. Chris, and, and I'd sit there or whatever, and, and the players respected the writers were on the bus. It was no big deal. Right. It really wasn't like right. now. Like, they were, we would be like – uh, kryptonite.
5: Oh my God. I don't
6: want to be on the bus with the watch, writers. I
5: mean, this has been the case for three decades now. You can't watch practice. Yeah, we used to you watch might get in for the Chris, last Chris we 10 used to minutes. watch
6: practice.
5: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
6: Back yeah. then. Um but uh yeah I, I don't think that uh it could be force fed. I think it has to be someone that emerges but a lot of it has to do with winning who uh you start to see uh in the postseason, you know, having success. There's a lot of different things that, you know, go into it. Uh, I don't know of anybody who's ever been really handpicked and he's just that guy. It's an electricity about you. It's something right. about you where people gravitate to you. And then you, you want to follow their journey. Well, Even if it weren't when LeBron first came. you You thought he would win Chris eventually, right? But you knew he was a special player. It's kind of guys like that. And then you start following him and hope that he can, you know, eventually cash in. Michael right. Jordan was special. We talked about the All-Star game when the when the players kind of froze Michael Jordan out in the All-Star game. They felt the league was pushing Michael, right? Right. And Isaiah was there and Bird and Magic were like, wait a minute. You know, like, hey. Like, um, but this kid Jordan, they're pushing. So we're going to, like, put a kibosh on that and – that little bump in the road wasn't going to stop Michael Jordan because he had right. he was a special player. And then once he started winning, it's through the roof.
5: It was over, right? Um, I think Rob, the guy that's going to be the next face of the league, is Victor Wembanyama. Really? And I mean, I don't think that's. I mean, you you sound surprised. I don't think that's going out on a limb. Um, yeah, I I, I think the dude. I mean, I think it's clear. He's special. And, and I got to be honest, like, I'm no doctor, but he doesn't seem to have any health issues, you know, beyond just anything any player could get. And I don't like the fact that the Spurs, Rob, are holding the dude to like 28 minutes a game. I mean, it's just, I, I feel like, and I don't. I don't think he likes. That's just my opinion. I, I don't think he likes it. But Rob, he's averaging twenty points, ten rebounds, more than three blocks, in uh, twenty-eight minutes a game. What rookie plays twenty-eight minutes a game? I mean, it, it, a rookie that's a star or budding star. Come on. I, it's but, just but, ridiculous. But, but isn't but, that? But isn't
6: that? Isn't that? I mean, Chris. I think they're babying him too, but yeah. aren't they looking at what has happened to other big guys like that? I, I Even though he hasn't had the same issues,
5: what what would be the only other reason to do that? Well, it's I, just I'm the just, Spurs way. The, the, there's only one, two guys, well, a couple guys are playing, three guys are playing more minutes than him, but they're all at 29 minutes. Devin Vassell leads the team 31.7 minutes. That's the the Spurs way. That's what it is. It wasn't their way when they drafted Tim Duncan. But over time, that became their way. And that's what it is. It's, there's no other reason but that. But bottom line is, I think he'll be the next face. Let me ask you about his league.
6: personality because I don't know it.
5: Yeah, I mean. I, I, don't, I, I Do you know his. What, what, I don't he, know it anything other than what we see, you know, and maybe some interviews and things like that. He seems to have personality. <laughs> He's, you know, he's been, you know, groomed, if you will, for his whole life to be in the NBA and get ready for the NBA. But what you bring up is interesting, Rob, because, you know, I used to think an international player couldn't be the face of the league. I don't think that anymore because they're clearly most of them are, they're most of the best players. I think there's, but but by
6: choice though, you won't have a choice like like right. like you won't you, right. you won't you won't have a choice because the top 4 or 5 players are international. Right. And Chris, we could say you you said it before. Uh sure, would baseball love to have a player from the United States be the guy making 700 million dollars, of course. But Otani is the face. You, yep. There's no way around it. Yep. And and he's international, he's right Japanese. And when he signed, it was a big deal, and everybody was in, and you got a lot of people in Japan and a lot of Asian people who yep. love this guy. Fifty reporters, Chris, cover him every day. Not the Dodgers; they cover yep. Otani. Right, right. That's that's
5: the he's the face of baseball. I could sit here right. all day. And and it's yeah, it's interesting. Now, of the international guys, Rob, when you talk about Jokic can't really be the face. He just doesn't have the the personality. Not that it's a bad personality, but, you know, he just isn't that outgoing, at least as far as courting attention and press and things like that. He seems like he's got a really good personality, but, you know, he's just not, it's not him. He doesn't really care about that stuff. Um, I think Joel Embiid, Rob. Has the personality. The question with Joel is can he stay healthy? He's hurt right now. Right. And can he win? You know, he's been in the league now a good several years.
6: And it's had some good teams and teammates and
5: right. nothing's happened. And still hasn't won. So that's what's working against him. Um Luca has the game. I guess with Luca, Rob, it's just about could he will he start winning? Because you gotta win to be the face of the league. Right, and you know what, Chris? I'll give an
6: example, and you might remember this. There was a time the league was kind of pushing Shaq when he was in Orlando. Oh yeah, right. Yep. And then they were they they. This is before they finally get to the finals against the Rockets. But they were Shaq was going home come
5: playoff time.
6: Right, there ain't nothing you could do. You can't push that narrative if he's not even in the playoffs. You remember that? Right.
5: Oh yeah, no, I remember it.
6: I yeah. Remember it. So I think that it's it, it can't be forced. And winning is very important. Yep. you could be a great player and all that, and if your team is at home come postseason, it's hard to put you out there like you're the best guy or you're you're the, 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 the we're flying the mantle and the flag with you.
5: Of the American guys, Rob, I mean Ja obviously is taking himself out of it. Jason Tatum maybe. If they were to win the championship, he could be one of those guys. But there's something
6: something missing for Jason Tatum, Chris, because I just look at it from this standpoint. And I know they haven't won, but they've won a lot. He's got a great smile. He's a good-looking guy. He's an energetic, uh, exciting game. He has everything you would think, right? What is he missing?
5: I think it's just that. What is he missing? I, I, I think it's just that we know as good as he is, as great as he is, He's a tier below that upper echelon. He's just not there. You know, I think that's, I think the same thing goes for Donovan Mitchell. You know, um, these guys are great, but you know they're they're a tier below the Jokic's, the Giannis's, the Embiid's, the Lucas. And so it's going to take winning for them to become the face of the league as good as they are. Um, so out of the America, I mean, Zion obviously is kind of taking himself out. of that. Done. I-, I think Anthony Edwards, Rob, is a guy that could, could become that it, I, I, of the American players. He would be a guy. I'd look, at he's got a great personality. He's, you know, I don't know if you ever saw the movie hustle. I know he was uh, in it, right. Yeah, he was great. He kind of stole the show to some degree, even though he wasn't like the star of it. Um, His game is fantastic. He plays on both ends of the floor, plays hard, got a great smile. Um, And, you know, again, you got to win. But right now they're right there around the top of the Western Conference. So if they were to start winning, his game is, you know, jumps out at you. I mean, it's great. We liked him was rookie year. You remember? Yep. We thought he should have been rookie. He year. Yep. Over uh Lamello. And obviously he's become the better player, but uh, I think he would be my pick for American, like uh, of the guys in the league right now, the young guys, he would be my pick of the Americans. And I say win Benyama overall uh, of all the players, all right, 877-99 on Fox, 877 996 We throw it out to you guys. Once uh, LeBron and Steph and KD and these guys are gone, who will emerge as the next face of the NBA among the guys in the league now? Who do you think are the best candidates for that? I say Wimbanyama overall of the American players. I got Anthony Edwards.
7: Listen to Woke F Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place